Masses, Dapper here, and welcome back to the Warning Podcast. I know it's been a few weeks, but as we said, with the, the, the young boss touchdown, you know, it's a little difficult to find a quiet moment to record with all of my other responsibilities. But here we are, we don't forget about you. Um, we have a lot of smaller and bigger issues to um, review um, that have passed over the past couple of weeks. So, uh, without further ado, we're just gonna get right into it. First and foremost, we're going to start out with Jam Dung, Jam Rock, Jamaica, the Adidas um, kits and apparel have dropped. And I must say they did a tremendous job. That jacket still on my wish list. Didn't buy it yet. Um, I'm in Florida. I don't really need it. I'm also waiting to see if there's anything else that I'm going to sneak through. But I don't think so. I think they dropped everything already. Um, going one by one through the... the the Armenian yellow kit, first it it hot. Don't tell me wrong, it hot. You know, if you see the the, the stripes, them on it and everything. But I prefer the Arsenal one with them drop. It's a little more interesting, um, and that's the one I own. So personally, I don't think I will be getting the the home kit um, for the Jamaica team. The away kit, even though I like the black. Um, a little off kind of charcoal brownish color that it have um, I also prefer the Ajax one from a couple years back the Bob Marley one that had the um, green red and yellow up on there so I don't really know about that one again but just looking at the kit at face value we have a tremendous set I think the color scheme especially on the away one kind of too close to mexico which is why we got that little brownish color but the jacket that reversible jacket that thing is is superb um both sides of it you know really well done now overall when you see the full kit our yellow with the green shorts that look really good that look really good the full black i don't like as much it's not as interesting to me but as i said really good job and hopefully over the next couple of years, Jamaica, as we know, should be easily well making the World Cup in 2026 for US, Mexico, Canada. So hopefully by then, you know, they kind of perfect the craft and we get something really shocking for touch ground, right? So um, speaking of the future and the reggae boys, uh, one whisper, Duan Whisper Richards, um, he's on trial right now in um, England. At first, the rumors were between Spurs and Newcastle, but confirmed by him via social media. Um, and um, Kyle Butler, it is Newcastle, up and up team. Um, even, you know, a side like that, that's right now challenging for the Champions League. Even if you don't make it in Adair Academy, dropping down from there because of his age and talent level, he can still look at a prim or championship level team where he can get the opportunity to play and grow. So very excited for that and, and, and what he has going off. He seems to be a serious youth. Um, hopefully with the guidance of Leon Sterling and some of the Jamaican internationals them that are in the you know Britain and are and surrounded, you know, he can make the most of his opportunity. He said in a theme interview, say, yo, y'all not see me again. So Hopefully that comes to pass and 
the man big up himself and we can get another Jamaican in the league right now. We have Antonio. And I'm going too hot but hard working daily which is stop start because of them have the new manager. Um, Bobby I get game and I'm going out with Yusuf. So, you know, Whisper coming up through the academy. And then we have the youth from Chelsea. I can't remember his name right now, but just overall, just more Jamaicans in the league is just, it's just, it's just a great thing to see. And just shows the path that, you know, coming out of schoolboy football, that there is a future. You know, if you just, your talent now for level off and you end up as a player JPL, um, the Red Shire Premier League, and not really going away. You're just too distracted. You end up, I do, where you're not supposed to, I do. So, um, all the best to Whisper Richards um, and his growth. Um, but transition right there into a possible Jamaican international um, in Mason Greenwood. Now, I have to preface the entire discussion I'm going to have about Greenwood with the fact that I don't support anything that him do. The, the voice note I'm threatening that girl and... You know what the what the photo showed to him abusing her for not getting what he wanted, disgusting. But the invest now we can't even say the investigation, but the charges were dropped, so now he he wasn't proven guilty. So I'll talk about his future as a footballer. Truthfully, for England, it done. There's there's so much that he would need to do to to get over and win back English supporters. And we see how, how harsh they are with black players already. Like, it's already, like, the whole fact is, is, is a blind and blue-eyed girl when do and got accused of all of these things for, right? But you have players like Rashford, MBE Rashford, Sancho, Saka, where the amount of racial abuse that they dealt with just for missing a penalty we're not even it that that's small and minor compared to what Green Mason was um accused of. So in order for him to represent England again, boy as needed say and again just go down this journey with me. So he would have probably have a one, he would have to marry the girl. Two, he would have to use probably like a um a, a mental awareness, mental, you know, the pressures of playing for a top club and frustration, blah, 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 blah. He'd have to go that angle and, you know, go get help and um, a bit advocate for therapy. And then you'd have to probably start a foundation for um, abusers, probably lean into um, forgiveness, um, that the fact that he was young. Um, you know, get involved with Rashford and his charities. Like, there was so much yet, and even then, it wouldn't be enough. But if he does, you know, a couple of those things, I wouldn't mind seeing him, you know, maybe taking up some of his heritage and come play some ball for Jamaica. It, it sounds bad, yes, um, but truthfully, we can't speak for the island. But there's a part of me like, you think me business of Jamaica they are World Cup and then bust up the net? I wouldn't care. Um, I wouldn't care during that time. Now there's, it wouldn't be somebody that I would have par with it, and it it's similar to like Chris Brown. 
like Chris Brown thing happened how many years ago and now nowadays you know I have no problem listening to his music and enjoying what he does um you know but you know a queen Rihanna you put your hands on still I don't know what the situations were around it but support the youth now it's been more than enough time Greenwood think kind of fresh but you know I'm saying years down the line if he is in the black green and goal and between him barely whisper across the front line or whatever and with a World Cup, I, I, I dance up and I, and I nice up the thing. Hey, man. You know, the road to forgiveness is there. But as, on the English front, I think it's done. And it's the same thing for Man U. Like, we're too high profile of a club to have somebody with his, you know, resume in our colors. Especially right now with where Ten Hag Chai Bill. Um, it just wouldn't work. Like, level of distraction. Like, <laughs> think of the season that we had so far. Like, we start out Ronaldo business, then bringing back Ronaldo, then he left, then Maguire business, then the World Cup. Then, you know, it's just a lot. So he, he, he can't really represent Manu anymore. Um, is if a fact where we might have a PM off or something like that, or him going to Qatar or one of them countries, we're going to play maybe. But he can't play for Manu, and I don't think because of all England set up that he can play at a high level, meaning championship or Premier League. Like, it's just, it's just too much, too much. Because then we, then we sing song about your mother. So you imagine somebody that got accused of what he got accused of. So I just think he need for, you know, maybe cycle back um, in another country and, you know, try to represent another country. Jamaica, we will, we will take you. Um, you know, we, we, we can, we can, Forgive it because we're only involved. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but we shall see. Um, definitely something I'd like to see, though, because well, he was 20 when the whole thing happened. So I don't think his whole career should just be dashed just because of that. So that's just my thoughts on it. You know, let me know in the comment section uh, your thoughts on Mason Greenwood maybe representing Jamaica. And would you be open to it? Um, if so, what would you need to do? You know what I mean? Uh, moving on from there. Speaking of charges, uh, we're going to get straight into um, some of these sanctions um, that are that are being put out right now. Uh, first and foremost with Juve, um, their inflated transfer funds and um, Iowa. Juve are not really my team still. There's a lot of ballers who play for them that I have. A lot of respect for Del Piero, Trezeguet, Zidane, they play for them at one point. Zlatan, of course. Uh, Turam. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they had a good team, Buffy. But this is the second time they're involved in some bandula thing. So, I don't think the charge matches the offense and the fact that they're repeat offenders. 15 points. At most, Juve as a squad where they might miss the Champions League, but them good enough to still make it. Like, this needs to hurt them more than that. Like, Juve should be in a position where, I, I'm not going to say getting relegated, but it should have at least be like a 25 point. And, you know, you know what? I have to check into that. Maybe it is a European ban as well, but they need to be out of all competitions over the next year. They can't be in the Conference League or Europa League or anything like that for the next year or two. Like, they have to really be punished. Relegation, as I said, no. But 
whatever place they end up. They have 15 points. Let's say they give them the 15 points and whatever place they end up, you still can't be in any European competition for the next year. So then that's really hitting you in your pockets. So now, you know, a team that gets fifth place or sixth place or win, whatever, they're able to move into the Champions League. Juve don't deserve it with all these sanctions. Oh, yeah, inflate fees. But at the same time, we should have known. From we saw that Pranic, um Arthur deal, where them and Barcelona are going with that foolishness. We should have known, say, you know, something for going. That look, that look crazy. Like, we, they're, they're doing a swap deal, but dictated what the prices were for each baller and just said it was, you know, 70 million a piece. That don't make no sense. Based on what? Pranic played a half a season for Barcelona and Arthur didn't play at all for them, but it was a, a thing to balance their books. And they worked that out together, which is, as you can see now, with them still pushing for the Super League and stuff like that. Yeah, they ain't cahoots. You know, they might share a bank or a lawyer or something like that, but I don't think 15 points is enough. As I said, if you can implement the European ban as well, then maybe with that loss of revenue, then, you know, it can hit them the right way because it, it's going to have to hit them in the pockets for it to really make sense. Uh, on the flip side, we spoke again on Barcelona. And don't get me wrong, I understand it with them. They don't, they don't have any sanctions at the moment. And I understand that La Liga has to uh, protect probably their second, their, their not probably, their second biggest team and one of their biggest representatives on the European stage. But the way how them make them money I jump through loopholes, like they're saying, yo, Barcelona owed XYZ, one, two, three, and they need to balance their books. Then everybody watch the loan, bandulu, signing things, sell off, um, all these, what they call it, levers, whatever, last summer. And then only for them, uh, what name the president? Laporte to come out and say, yo, we need to alleviate another 100 million again this summer. But La Liga is saying, oh, you know, we won't allow this, that, and the third. But, brother, like, clearly, you know, you, you have some biases there. It, it not really look good. It not look good for, for what they're trying to do. Um, but to me, for them, it looks like they're going to punish themselves because they're giving up long-term potential for short-term maintaining a status um, we all know that they could have kept some of these levers intact and maybe be more financially sound in two three years but have a younger team that you know maybe had to come through europa league or something like that but i know that didn't want to do so we'll see how it work out they still look on the way to winning the the um the la liga this year um, you know that. So we, we we shall see. Maybe you know La Liga money, Champions League money. You know they get back where they need to get back to. But leader alone and my business. The next club that actually got sanctioned is Man City. Um, saying the investigation, I think it was from 2013 or something like so till 2018. Um, over many hundreds of sanctions for loan dealings, transfers, and blah 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 blah. My thing is, why it takes a lot? Like, why did it take so many years for you to investigate? Like, nobody never did I do nothing during COVID. You could have sit down and go through the numbers and figure out 
you know, the men joke about that. People were, you know, worried about their lives. But, <coughs> but yeah, man, yo, like, it took five years for them to bring out their findings for a six, seven-year period. So what happened in the last five years? You know what I'm saying? How the books look it. Like, they were saying that their books were being balanced when they're, you know, one-tenth or one-hundredth of the size of some of the clubs they were competing with on a revenue level. Didn't even make any sense. You know, um, we all knew it was funky, but that's what happens when your owner owns the team that's also your biggest sponsor. So at that point in time, you can move numbers any which way you want. And that that's kind of what happened with them and their transfers and their books. But at the same time, this happened a couple of years ago, and I remember Mourinho said, either you find them guilty and give them the full charge or they're innocent and they go free but what did the the UFA, UFA bodies did they went down the middle they said they're not guilty but gave them a monetary charge which didn't make any sense didn't make any sense to marina at the time don't make any sense to know um what they're trying to do the only difference is uh man city can't um appeal within the Premier League because it's a different governing body within the FA. So we shall see. Does that mean that Man City um, is going to get relegated? No. Um, they have established themselves as one of the biggest teams in the Premier League, and that will remain. So is a point, point deduction is a point deduction fair considering the amount of charges? I think it was 250 them set. I don't think so. Um, neither is a monetary um, fine either, because that's a drop in the bucket. <sighs> Again, for them, I think, I think it would have to be something drastic. Like it'd have to be like, yo, you get a two-year ban from European competition. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, we we don't want your money, but. We as the FA are going to block you from getting the benefits of what your past behaviors allow. Because their past behaviors with the money is what allowed them now to attract a Holland, you know, to retain a Pep Guardiola as the highest paid um, coach in the world. Like, the history that they did, man, that's why every big company works still. You know, history always muddy and then you know, come forward now, oh, it's squeaky clean and things different and da 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 da. But, you know, there's a benefit of what was terrible in the past and that's, that's what's going on now with Man City. As I said, for them, European football is, everybody knows European football is the pinnacle, right? So if you can say to Man City, all right, this is what we're going to do. You're getting a two-year ban from European competitions. We're not going to take away, we're not taking away your trophies. That don't make no sense. We can't retroactively make some of these teams prem winners, even though that's when they were affected. We're going to say, yo, you have a two-year ban. You can't play even conference league, nothing. And then on top of that, <coughs> I'd give them point reductions as well. Two year, like for, for the amount of charges, they need to get multiple point deduction of uh, 20 and 15 points then uh, trans, um, transfer window blocks for 2-3 windows and a European ban for 2 years that's what needs to happen to really 
you have to make it so that no one wants to do this again in terms of you know cooking the books and doing that 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 kind of thing because you know ownerships are going to change right now mind you looking to possibly get the glaciers out and bring other people in you know there's a worry there newcastle being a little bit more careful but there's always the worry well man city did it and they have the titles to retain but if we can punish them now going forward it won't be appealing you gotta know to balance your books i know it makes sense so that's my thoughts on on the sanctions and all of that uh the team that should actually be worried right now is chelsea but not really because todd bowley found a loophole within the length of the contracts um you know american sport contract lengths you know specifically baseball i think he's the owner of the dodgers you know you're signing players for you know 10 years 15 years whole bag of money so <clears throat> you know well and and again that's it he was signing them to those contracts which wasn't illegal but he was also stretching the payments out which well wasn't illegal but that was a loophole he found and now they're limited limited the payment lengths to five years but the contract lengths can be whatever they they're going they want to be um overall when you look at how the money was spent and the refresh of the team that was done none of it is actually illegal because if you're stretching a hundred million over eight years you know like or we can use it even though let's use five years that's 20 million a year so you only spent 20 mil this window instead of the 300 and whatever whatever if you add up everything so it's smart but they might watch themselves i think because they found that loophole and embarrassed uefa and the fa now it's extra magnifying glasses are going to be on them again because of city and juve so like what am i what they're gonna do or what they are gonna try to do this summer in terms of who they're gonna bring in they have to off watch themselves with that because they're not gonna make champions league i don't think so anyway you know knock on wood that it don't happen but i don't think they're making champions league they might not even make conference league so a lot of the balancing is because of the money that you bring in so if you're not playing at the highest level you can't really bring in a certain amount you can't really spend a certain amount of money luckily for them they still have lukaku out there you can bring him back you know your wage bill is going to be crazy but there's a few players that they can let go as well um so them off watch themselves i in terms of buying over the next two transfer windows i i can't see them bringing more than two three players but they'd have to do a lot of selling and hopefully the other teams that are buying shall change them because what what are you going to do either you sell us for what we are offering or you keep them you keep a hudson adoy you know what i mean you keep a loftus cheap you know what i mean and you keep on about and you make them rot or you let them go for cheap i mean I, that's a problem for with my new nobody know where i'm buying the players from my new i mean we keep them a little bit past the expiration date too but nobody know where i'm buying the players from my new we always get shot change we, we can't make any net profit on them so leave that alone moving on um from there and probably the last topic i won't go too crazy um on the next one back is 
the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl just ended. Um, monumental moment, even though it was a game that, truthfully, I didn't care too much about because I was afraid the Eagles was going to win. You know, say, as a Cowboys fan, I hate everything Eagles-related. Um, but my homeboy came through and solidified his legacy. Um, let me speak on that before I get into my real topic. He is moving up a list of best quarterbacks I've seen since I've been watching the game. So let's say, let's say 90, 90, not even say that. Let me say from I moved to America. So let's say 03, 04. He's moving up that list very fast. So now with two Super Bowls, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, to me, all them... All the quarterbacks that have one ring, goodbye. Like, you're no longer in this conversation. Mr. Drew Brees, you're, you know how I feel about Drew Brees. You got to go about your business. Like, they ain't know. Um, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, move about your business. You know what I mean? They must play like milk right now, too. So, yeah, move. Um, now, we're going into the two quarterback range. You have um, Eli. That's not a conversation. You got Ben. That's not a conversation. But then we're looking at Peyton. Right now, as of today, overall, in terms of what he did in the regular season, Peyton was a surgeon. But we saw maybe equal or higher level play with Rodgers. It's so bad, but it made it less special because someone came along right after and did it possibly even better. You know, we're, we're getting three interception years from Aaron Rodgers. And then during Peyton era, you had Tom as well, um, which was doing it equally, if not sometimes better than him. So right now today, my homeboy and Peyton they're even on the resume that's today that's if my homeboy retires right now that's in my eyes i don't know how y'all want to feel that's fine but today my homeboy and peyton are even on resume the only body of my generation of watching football that's above him is tom and tom is untouchable he's the goat of goats so i have my homeboy that's tied for a second Y'all tell me how y'all feel about that again in the comment section below, but that's how I feel as of today. Like, all them regular season MVPs, that's great. You know what I mean? You need that on your resume. But them Super Bowls and their postseason play, I think it means a lot more, especially in the NFL, especially coming from, you know, I, I'm speaking of, as a Cowboys fan. That's all we do is regular season games. We don't win nothing in the playoffs. So when you see a team consistently going to the championship game, making Super Bowls and a, and a player within his first five, six years winning two, it's amazing. Now, to go back to my real topic again, Black History Month, we had two black quarterbacks. Phenomenal. You know, you, you know, we had, it's, it's the first time, I, I know they, they light-skinned mulattoes or whatever, but we had two black quarterbacks in there. It's monumental achievement for Black History Month. We had the queen come out and announce baby number two. I know some of my boys is not too 
happy about that. But, you know, the Queen of the Caribbean can do what she wants. She want to have a kid back to back. Let her do it. You know what I mean? She's trying to skip out on being geriatric and getting him out of there. Um, but on the, on, on, to continue my point, that was the first time we had two black quarterbacks face off. Um, Mahomes is also, what, second or third black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. We've only had one black coach win a Super Bowl in Tony Dungy. We had in Eric Bellamy a show, well, we had what looked on paper to be probably the premier offensive coordinator in the league. But for the past, what, three, four years, even though the Chiefs were doing phenomenally, he couldn't get a head coaching job. It's a broader issue, I feel like, with black coaches in the NFL. Now, the discussion I, I, I want to have on this topic is probably broader, so I'm probably going to need Hedge for really talk on because he's a little bit more invested in the NFL than I am. But speaking on specifically Bellamy, he took what everybody sees as a lateral move, right? Even someone says a less than move. Um, He's taking, what, less pay to go to the commanders to play the same position on a struggling team. It looks less than when you look overall, but per the articles and everything that we hear, it's per, for his responsibilities. Um, Andy Reid is an offensive coach, so being an offensive coordinator under Andy Reid, you don't have many responsibilities and you're not making the calls so even though the Chiefs had his success instead of getting a hundred percent or eighty percent of the of the you know the, the kudos and, and 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 the praise for Mahomes's record-setting offense and for the fact that you went two Super Bowls you're looked at as like a stand-in the same thing that, um, well, for a while, that Bill Belichick had with his defensive coordinators in, in um, New England. The worrying thing that I look at for Bellamy was everybody says he interviews, like, terribly. Reminds me of Theodore Whitmore, the former Jamaica coach and Jamaica reggae boy is great. I must have saw him go into his interviews. He must be going in there and I talk just pure BS. Maybe as you know, maybe as a stutter or, or something like that. He can't get his points across. But either way, if you look at the numbers, as I said, Dungy was one. And there's never been a black coach that's won college football, the national championship. This the NFL is not our league. Like there's a lot of black talent that plays in it but I don't know if we league that the NBA is more us that's for them leagues man like there's so many issues with the black coach experience and all of these former players that can't get opportunities to be coordinators you know and move into coaching positions and 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 it seems like they have a quota every year as how many black coaches they can have in the league and how many can be owners and, and GMs and stuff like that. It just doesn't happen. I don't feel we leave. So as, as, as much as you know, everybody wanted to judge Bellamy for his move, 
I take it as a step that he's going to get more responsibility so that he can grow. I wish him the best for it. But I'm jaded in the fact that there's only so far you can go. Like, how much perfection will it take for, you know, for the next black quarterback, uh, black coach for, for make it to that high level? Like, even from the, the black fans themselves, because look at them to Dion. And, and Dion made sacrifices that other players weren't willing to make. And again, it goes on a whole mentality level and... You know, it's a lot deeper than, as I said, I, I can get into at this time. But I'm not bad at the Bellamy move. Hopefully, he can do something for Washington. Um, don't ask me who their quarterback is. I know they had a, a decent defense. And you come into the best division in football. So, good luck, my guy. But I'm not mad at the move. Again, this is something else that you can definitely drop in the comment section and get a little bit no, more nuance if you're more of an NFL fan than myself. Honestly, I, I, if it's not Cowboys-related... I don't care that much, and I barely care for the Cowboys. But I think it, it is a nuanced discussion because we're in America. This is America's game, and we want equal opportunities and equal successes for, for everyone that's, that's in within their field. You know I mean, I always want to see a brother succeed. Pause. Why? You know what we mean, though. Um, thank you again for all the support. Please share the team. You know I mean, like, I put in the effort, I do my research, I'm putting together these thoughts, try to make it coherent feel, share the thing. Um, WhatsApp, IG, Facebook, message somebody, tag them, and I mean, interact with the thing, like the videos, like the podcast, um, drop it in the comment section. I love to hear topic suggestions as well. I love to do follow-ups on some of these topics that we discuss because you know, it's it. Sometimes it's just me putting my opinion out into the world, and I don't have all the answers. Let me know if I'm wrong. Drop it in there. I'll follow up and 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 discuss it if it's worth my time. If not, we we can get in the comment section and discuss it there. But again, thank you for all your support. Um, it's been one name sports. Peace. <laughs>